us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the well, good evening, everybody, and good morning and afternoon and all those things that Ron says. <laughs> Unfortunately, Ron could not be with us tonight. He is a little under the weather. So uh, I am going to welcome in my uh, also substitute uh, co-host, Leslie Martin. So you're in for Ron and I'm in for you. <laughs> I know, right? It's a little crazy. It's a little yeah. crazy. <laughs> we can do it. We've got this under control. Yes, we do. We do. So, also, we have a guest from a home that we investigated, oh, I, I'm not even sure how many years ago. Uh, but uh, it was a very active place, and she went on to write a book about it. And she was also also a very gracious, gracious host uh, the night that we were there. And we would like to welcome Tracy, De- sorry, DeAndre Berrios. Yeah, uh, Berrios. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, believe me. It's, uh... it's, it's not right in front of me, and I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> most people can't. Most people can't pronounce it. All you right. did good. You did I good. I did it. Hey, welcome, <laughs> Tracy. Welcome, Tracy. It's great to talk to you. Thank again. you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. You're welcome. So when, when, when did we come to your home? Do you remember? Because I'm, I want to say like 2017. Mm, maybe. Well, you know, I was thinking this afternoon I was going to look it up and and I forgot to do it. But I'm gonna I'm gonna say maybe four or five years ago. Could it have been that long already? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, wow. definitely, definitely. Okay, all right. <laughs> um, so, what have you you've you've done a lot, a lot in that time frame since then? Tell us. Can you tell us a little bit of what you've been doing uh, in the house you mean uh anything your life oh, your house uh, 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 i know you're an author now because you wrote you wrote about the house i can't believe it okay yeah uh, <laughs> um yeah i uh, personally um i haven't done much for a while but i um uh, I have become a uh, certified Reiki practitioner. I'm a master. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I am an animal communicator. Um, I know I'm missing something. Um, <laughs> oh, I, I'm an Akashic Records reader, but I haven't done that in so long. I've probably forgotten how. Um, uh, I'm still a florist. Um, I've done that for, how old was my daughter? <laughs> Yeah, um, right. I do that too. Is she going to be 37? Whatever. Anyway, I've been a florist for 37, 38 years now. Uh, my body's telling me, hey, time to, time to quit. But uh, <laughs> here I am still doing it. Um, 
you know, and as far as the house goes, uh, personally, I don't do any work in the house other than, you know, the usual cleaning and whatever. My husband's the one that Dennis does all the work. Um, and he works constantly on it. If he's it's, home, he's doing something. It's a beautiful I, house. Yeah, I have Thanks. to say, I was floored by how beautiful your home is. And it was, it just took my breath away. And that's before Dennis has done all this extra work on it. You know, I mean, it, it's gorgeous home. Thank you. Thank you. There are a lot, there are so many rooms that need work. Um, so much of it is exactly the way we found it. Mm-hmm. Um, when, when we moved in, um, because it's only him working on it, you know, he's not, um, we haven't, every once in a while we'll hire somebody to do a little something, but he's one of those guys that he's got to do it himself. Right. So it, you know, I, I always say that, you know, it, he may finish it one day and then we're going to drop dead and our daughter's going to sell it for a minute and blow 10. No, no. <laughs> I, hope not. I hope not. Oh my goodness. So uh, yeah. for those who may not know Tracy, um, the, about the house. So this is a beautiful historic home in New Bedford. Yep. Right. Um, mm-hmm. yep. Now, so we investigated, we, we show up to investigate and we were all up on this house and I'm like, you have like gargoyles, right? Like the yeah. downspouts, and I mean, it's it's just a huge. Can you tell us a little bit about? So when did you, when did you buy it, and I guess why, and um, a little bit of history. Okay, well, um, Dennis got it in his mind one day that he wanted um, to look for another house. Uh, something a little bigger. Um, the house we lived in was all of a thousand square feet. And I don't even think it was that. I think it was just under uh-huh. uh, very, small, very small. Uh, so, you know, we started informally searching. Mm-hmm. Um, and one day coming from breakfast, we um, came across a, a street that we didn't normally go down in the city. And I happened to look right and I saw a for sale sign and I just, you know, off, hey, this is a sale sign. Mm-hmm. So he backed up and, and he turned down the street and we and we parked in front of it and, you know, both our heads just sort of went up. We just followed this <laughs> three-story house. I was like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> um, and it was at the time, um, in fact, part of it still is, but at the time it was a very faded green color um it was you know peeling it, it was it 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 looked like one of those houses that you know you might say oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah that house that house is haunted haunted house um, but um yeah you know and we just i think we both just fell in love with it so you know we, we took a walk down and um talked to the owner for a little bit and we got a tour from the uh, realtor and next thing I knew we were making an offer. Wow. Um, yeah, it was just, uh, I don't know how else to put it. It was just, yes, this is it. This is it. And we hadn't wow. even been looking long, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, and here we are 10 years, 10 years later. Yeah. Wow. That's so, yeah. it was just one of those something just drew you in there 
for whatever reason. Yeah. And, exactly. and then you, you've just fell in love with it. And that's, that's great. So when did you start noticing things happening in the house that were not, you know, of the ordinary? <laughs> uh, not too long after we moved in, I wouldn't say immediately, mm-hmm. but you know, and, and it started out with, with little things like strange smells. Mm-hmm. Um, I, on the second floor one day near the stairs, I, it, it, I said, what's burning? Why mm-hmm. does it smell like the house is on fire? And it was just me and, and uh, our dog Smokey in the house. Ah, uh, Smokey. <laughs> yeah, makes Mookie. Um, Dennis was at he was at Lowe's, and um, yeah, and and I just thought, oh, this is bad. Mm. And I went from room to room and floor to floor, and I couldn't find anything, you know, wrong, you know. So it's little things like that, um, and feelings, just feelings. I would go up to the third floor. Um, you know, and do something. And it was just a creepy feeling. And Smokey would go up there with me and he'd be very anxious. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he wouldn't go into certain rooms. Um, there's a room up there on the third floor we call creepy room. <laughs> and <laughs> and Smokey will not go into it. That The energy in that room is just different than it is mm-hmm. on the rest of the third floor. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he would not go in there and he had a problem going into the ballroom for a while. And, you know, and I would just feel like, like something or somebody was behind me or somebody was watching me. Um, it it was just, yeah, it was, it was things like that, small things like that. It started out with. Mm -hmm. And then did it escalate? It, It did. Um, one day, the and I'm trying to think if this was before or after, and I believe it was before, uh, I was upstairs, I don't know if it was folding laundry, whatever I was doing, and I heard a, a bang, mm-hmm. and I ran downstairs, and this mirror uh, that Dennis had hung on the wall in the hall had come off the wall, mm-hmm. and it hit the table that it was hanging over, and you know it, it displaced a couple of things, um, and it ended up on the floor. The thing now, in and of itself, okay, the mirror fell off the wall, right. but the the nail was still in place mm-hmm. with exactly the way he had driven it into the stud. It was right. there. Right. The uh the the wire that you know you hung the mirror by had not broken, mm. and this mirror had been hanging there for for quite a while, you know, and right. all of a sudden it was like it leapt off the wall. I mean, for lack of a better term, I don't know how else to describe it. Right. You know, and nothing it, broke. And it didn't break. Right. I, yeah. I mean, there was a crack and there was a crack in the glass, mm-hmm. um, you know, but you know, nothing broke that would make the mirror fall off the wall. That's so strange. And you would think it would shatter, right? It's a mirror. If it like right. hit, like it's almost yeah. like maybe somebody kind of dropped like put it there, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It would have yeah. had to have been lifted up off the nail because, you know, the nail was still intact and the wire was still intact. So there's no other explanation. It didn't fall. It was lifted off. Right. Yeah. That, and that, that's what I'm saying. You know, there are things like that. There, there are things that you can dismiss as just 
you know, so much imagination. Mm-hmm. But there are things like that mm-hmm. that you you just can't dismiss. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, the um, and this was something that I I oh I can't believe I did it or didn't do it, but um. <laughs> I, I have pictures in the book of a tassel that is hanging on the um, the the uh, newel post um, at the foot of the stairs. Mm-hmm. And I was coming through the dining room one day uh, with a laundry basket in front of me, and I heard a dull thump. Mm-hmm. So it caught my attention, and I looked over the laundry basket that I was holding in front of me, and the tassel was was lying on the floor. I mean, it's one of those big heavy tassels that you would use to, you know, hold back draperies. Right. Um, and it hung around the newel post. The newel post has a big ball on top. Mm-hmm. And so it, it would, it hung around it like a necklace would hang around your neck. Right. And it didn't break. It mm-hmm. literally just came off the newel <laughs> post and dropped to the floor in front of me. Hmm. So that's Again. something. Yes. Yeah. That's something else that you can't explain. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah. so somebody lifted it up <laughs> and deposited yeah. it. On the I'm so here. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. To get my attention. Uh-huh. I, don't, yeah. I don't know. That is, that is very odd. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah, it is. So Leslie, when we were there on the investigation, I know that, didn't you get something on the stairs there? I, I, I'm not sure. When we first went in, my I, my attention was drawn to the stairs like almost immediately. And I felt like um, there the, the stairs go up and then they turn and then they go up again. And mm-hmm. there's like a little platform area in between. It's like, um, you know, where the stair has to be larger. So it makes the corner. And I felt mm-hmm. like there was, a, a female energy that would be there. Um, I remember that very mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So makes sense. <laughs> uh, may, may, makes sense because um, uh, Smokey had detected a, a smell. Talking about smells, uh, mm-hmm. a smell in the house. He was like walking around with his nose in the air, so I was following him. Mm-hmm. And um, we got to the stairs, and I smelled a very feminine. And I always call it like a lotiony type smell, not necessarily perfume. It reminded me of a lotion mm-hmm. um, on the stairs. Mm-hmm. And I kept going up and down the stairs. And it was only in that area that I would smell it. And it, it, it lasted for a while and then it went away. Oh, that's funny. Mm-hmm. So what do you know about the history of the home? Anything? Um, yeah, actually my neighbor who was across the street, his brother was big into researching histories and stuff. So he did that for us. Uh, I've got a binder full of information. Um, it was owned by uh, a local businessman. He owned a dry goods store, uh, downtown here in the city, Mm -hmm. he and his brother. Um, he was also involved with the YMCA. He was on the board, uh, of our local hospital, Um, he was, um, in the Massachusetts house of representatives. Um, and, uh, yeah, he, he had the house built, um, 1878, 
Um, and, you know, he lived here with his, his wife and mm-hmm. uh, they had three children. Um, only one of them lived to adulthood. Um, oh. The daughter, and I could be getting this wrong with the, with the children and the ages, but I don't think I am. Mm-hmm. Um, the daughter died of, was it diphtheria? That's what it said in your book. Yeah, there are those two there are those two Victorian era uh illnesses that I always get mixed up. One was tuberculosis, one was diphtheria. Right. Mm -hmm. Um and the little boy was three, I think. And he died if if the daughter died of diphtheria, he died of tuberculosis or vice versa. Mm -hmm. Um, I always have to go back to the to the binder. Um So, yeah, so the, those two children, and they died in the house. Ah. Um, the wife died in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not known whether or not the gentleman died in the house. It, all it says is New Bedford. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was also a son-in-law, I do believe, who died in the house. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Um, I suppose he died more than, you know, at that in that era. He wouldn't really right. go to the hospital. He'd- the doctor would come probably to see you and then right right might go might go downhill from there I, I, yeah <laughs> you know yeah people yeah. died in their homes right uh, do you so, have, Teresa, do you happen to know the name of the son-in-law that passed away in the house i i would have to go back through the binder i know i saw it somewhere in there and I don't remember if the man's name it's it's probably in there because uh, there are also records of um uh there are census records and mm-hmm. it gives the names of everybody who was in the house at the time right mm-hmm. um so it's possible that his name is in there somewhere mm-hmm. but I don't recall it off the top of my head thank you did did, did you get some kind of feeling about the son-in-law Leslie well, no, um, we were in the second floor um, when I was getting the liver problem. And mm-hmm. uh, that's where Mrs. Eddie, I felt, um, you know, she hung around on the second floor a lot. And uh, Ron was picking up on a mail. And I don't know if you remember, he was communicating, he was trying to communicate with the mail with a dowsing uh, technique. And uh, when we were up in the ballroom we did a glass swirling and the name william came up so i was wondering if maybe maybe there was a connection there uh, ah, because yeah. there was another you know it wasn't just mrs eddie that we picked up on there was a male as well that we picked up on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so i was wondering if maybe <laughs> maybe it might have <laughs> been him but i'm not sure oh could be yeah i would have yeah. to go dig through the the binder to see if i could find anything i'll have to do that mm-hmm. that was a great glass swirling session actually as I recall and we had like a little and we have like a red light or something yeah yeah, yeah. Ron had Ron, Ron was wearing a red light on his head yeah <laughs> oh. like a minor <laughs> that was that was wild that uh, was wild it was I remember that and um I I don't know why I thought the red light was underneath the glass but that's that's funny. I don't remember it being on his head. <laughs> no, he was wearing it. He was wearing it on his head. <laughs> oh, Ron! Of course he was. <laughs> but that was yeah. That was so. That's the the third floor where that we the were. Third, yes, the yeah. third floor. We that, had a dining room table up there, a round dining room table that we had at our other house. Right. 
um, that we moved it up to the third floor. Mm-hmm. That was a very and cool that, place. Yeah. Cool room. Yeah. Yeah. So it, there's it, a, it, it, isn't there, I remember going up, there's like a little attic or something, some kind of little there passageway. Is, there is an attic above the third floor. Right. Okay. Um, with the, with pull down stairs. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and and when we moved in, there hadn't really been anything done up there. There was no light. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there was nothing. And that attic scared the bejesus. It's, it's <laughs> creepy. It, 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 it creeped me out. <laughs> I would definitely, yeah, really definitely yeah. agree with that. So, I mean, yeah, when we, when we tell you guys this, this house is huge, it's, it's huge. <laughs> I mean, it was an attic above the third floor. It's, it's, it's big. Um, yeah. But that, I do remember that there were rooms off of that also. So that was probably like, maybe like a servant's area. Yeah, yeah I believe so. Right. Yeah. When, when you come up the stairs, there's like a hall, a short hall. And on either side, there's a room. Mm-hmm. And on to the to the left is a room where Dennis has all his workout equipment, and mm-hmm. to the right is creepy room. Creepy room, um, yeah. And that's the one with the it's got a uh, maybe a three foot high um, door. Yeah, um, that keeps opening. Um, oh, <laughs> so yeah. So finally, he just put something in front of it to, <laughs> to keep it from opening. We'll keep this sucker closed. Yeah, and in the front, in the front, across the whole front of the house is is the ballroom, what they called the ballroom, mm-hmm. and that's where we did the red light seance. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, this whole story, the the whole it's not a story, it's an experience, mm-hmm. ended up on my ghost story. Is that no, no. Uh, a haunt? Ah. A haunt. Haunt. Okay. So how did that, how did that come about? So I, I think there were other groups that came in after us. Yes, well. there were. Um, yeah, there were. Um, a friend of mine um, it used to do investigating. Mm-hmm. And the woman that she investigated with was still in the field. So she asked me, hey, would you, you know, like, uh, you know, to have somebody else come in? Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah, sure. Sure. Why not? So, you know, so uh, Luann came in um, and she did her investigation. Um, she got some EVPs. I, I got them on my phone somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, quite by accident, um, one day she got a phone call or, or a message or something mm-hmm. from someone who was looking for uh, some stories. Uh, she happened to be um, a producer with that television show, mm-hmm. and she had ties to this area. So ah. she thought she would start just looking around in this area. And she probably, I don't know, she probably typed in paranormal investigators. I don't know what she did. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, she came across uh, Willing City Ghosts. And so she reached out to Luann and asked her if she had any interesting investigations. Uh, and Luann said, yeah, I got one. <laughs> so, boy, do I have one. <laughs> yeah. 
so she put her in touch with me and um we spent like five hours on the phone one day oh my god uh, oh yeah just talking it was we just became instant friends mm-hmm. um yeah it was it was great um her name is Bridgette and um so uh she you know got all the information from me and she pitched the story mm-hmm. and um they went for it wow you could have knocked me over with a feather <laughs> what are you serious? They're interested in this? Because I didn't think it was that huge a deal. I mean, of course, we're skipping over the part. <laughs> we're skipping over the part where the um, entity, you know, started aggravating me. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I guess they liked that. So, you know, <laughs> they jumped on it. Uh, so, yeah. So we ended up doing we ended up doing the show. We uh, went and Dennis and our daughter Jordan and I um went to a, uh, an Airbnb in a neighboring town and we mm-hmm. got interviewed and uh, yeah, next thing I knew uh, we were on TV and people were playing us. I couldn't believe it. I was like, Oh my God, we're being portrayed on TV by people. <laughs> What's happening here? <laughs> it, was, it was so weird. Very you know? surreal, right? It, yes. Extremely, yeah. extremely. Wow. That, yeah. that's gotta be quite an experience. And it, it was, <laughs> it, it, it was quite the experience. Well, we're, we're coming up on the break. So we're yeah. going to talk a little more about that afterwards. And I'd also like to hear more about some of the other stuff you're doing, you know, and your book and your Reiki and all that. The animal communicating sounds very cool. Um, so we are brought to you tonight, let me see if I can remember, by the Gallant Messier uh, Law Firm and Circles of Wisdom. Uh, and we will be back after the following messages. So stay tuned. Do you have a paranormal event, book, or something else you want people to know about? Then why not advertise it on Ghost Chronicles Radio? With over 150,000 downloads a month, get your message out to an audience that's interested in the subject. We have a plan at a cost that fits your needs. For more information, contact Ron Kolick at anyghostproject at comcast.net or call 978-455-6678. Hello. Hello, can you hear me? My name is Harry Price. I am speaking to you via the medium of the ghost box. Many of you will know I carried out the first live radio broadcast from Haunted House way back in 1936 for the BBC. Now, thanks to the wonders of modern technology, I am still able to keep abreast of 21st century ghost hunting by listening to Ghost Chronicles International on Togginet, Para-X Radio, The Ghost Channel, and even on something called a podcast. Two splendid chaps host it. One is an American who calls himself New England's own Van Helsing. Although I have discovered his real name is Ron Kolek. 
The other is Stephen Parsons, and he's a paranormal scientist. Well, mustache, I'm required elsewhere on something called a K2. But don't forget, I'll be listening in every Tuesday from 8 o'clock in Great Britain and 3 o'clock on the American Eastern Seaboard. I trust you will join me there. And we are back. You are listening to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation, usually with Ron Kolak, but tonight with Ann Kerrigan and Leslie Martin. And tonight we are speaking to Tracy Berrios of the haunted, haunted New Bedford Victorian. <laughs> are you still there? I'm here. Oh, there you are. It seems that Ann is taking a powder. So <laughs> back to what we were speaking to be, uh, about before. Um, I recollect a memory. I don't know how I have this memory. I must have spoken to you or, or conversed with you somewhere along the line where you had told me that um, you were not very thrilled with the way you were portrayed or the way the house was portrayed or the way things were revealed in the television show. And that's what caused you to um, write your book. Is that true? Yes, it is. Um, you know, I, I understand that, you know, television, you know, they, they do things differently, I suppose. Um, but I, there were things that were not portrayed true to the, you know, to my story. Um, there were things, there were exaggerations. There were things left out that I thought were important. It, it, yeah, I, I was like, I, I had hoped for better. I'm not saying that I'm sorry that it happened. I absolutely am not. Um, I'm grateful for the experience. Um, but I, I, I thought, you know what? I need to um, tell it the way it happened. Um, because I just, I, I see no point in, I don't want to use the word lying, but for lack of a better word, um, I see no point in, in lying about it. I I want the absolute truth. And if the truth is interesting, great. And if the truth isn't interesting, that's great too. I don't care. I just want it. I want it exact. Um, right. Right. But we have so, to understand that, you know, television is entertainment and right. they're going for the entertainment factor and not so much the right. factual things that happen. Like right. I read in your book that Smokey paid, played a huge part in the story mm -hmm. and they really didn't focus on any of that. Yeah. Yeah. As a matter of fact, they weren't, they were going to cut them out altogether, which sent me into a tailspin. Um, but um, Bridget helped out there and um, you know, they, they wrote them back in. Um, but literally it was just, you know, yeah. Okay. There's a dog there. You know, it wasn't, he didn't have the part in it that he should have, but 
you know, what are you going to do? You know, it's water right. under the bridge now. Right. So, um, yeah. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to start keeping a journal of sorts. Um, and I started out that way. I So I made the Dead Eddies page on Facebook. And um, I, I told the story there. And uh, every time something happened, I journaled it there. Um, and that was such a huge help in helping me write the book. Yeah. You know, Facebook <laughs> is like a time capsule because, you know, it what's is. important to you on a day, it's there when you need it. You go back and you look for it and it's <laughs> time stamped and, and yep. dated. And it's Hi, guys. I think I'm back. Hello. Can you Hi, hear me? Oh, thank God I'm back. I'm so sorry. That's okay. I got sucked into a vortex, apparently. I don't know what happened. <laughs> sorry, but go go ahead. I'm, I didn't mean to interrupt. No worries. We were just talking about how um, Tracy was was uh, journaling on Facebook. And when she was uh, reading the book, she could go back and there would be all these entries that she could take the dates from. And oh, it was yes. That. That's yeah. great. Yeah, that it was. It was this huge help. Mm -hmm. it so, really was so what's the name of your your book tracy so people can find it and where can they find it it is called where shadows gather um and it's self-published uh so it's for sale on amazon awesome that's great yeah. now L leslie you've read that you've i read did read that right? i did and you were on the tv show right i was i was <laughs> and while i was reading the book I didn't realize that Tracy didn't know that I was going to be on the TV show. <laughs> oh, snap. Well, wow. the way they approached me, they, they I got a call in the middle of the day while I was at school. And um, I said, okay, <laughs> sure. And I just assumed that's what they did to everybody who was involved in the project. So mm -hmm. I had no idea who was going to be in on it at all. Um, I just knew that I was going to go and I was going to tell what happened to me and what I found. And uh, I think I went to the same B&B that you went to. It was a lovely little house in the middle of this, I don't know, agricultural um, place that had lots of stone walls and it was pretty cool. Um, and I told my bit and I left and that was that. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't know who was going to be on it either. <laughs> right. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, I had no idea. Just <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. Oh, that's yeah. funny. Well, yep. it was definitely must have been a, uh, an adventure to finally see that finished piece, you know? Oh, it was. <laughs> yes, it was. Uh, <laughs> I had people texting me and calling me left and right. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I remember um, sitting here, I was sitting in one of a client and Dennis was sitting in the other and I think Jordan was sitting behind us on the sofa. Mm -hmm. And at one point it was like, Jordan looked at me and said, when were you possessed? <laughs> <laughs> right then, did you see? I was, Oh, I just okay. shook my head and was like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
little, uh, little poetic license, I guess. Oh my god, oh, a little bit. Uh huh. So, well, that's what I mean, you know. Yeah, right. And then I have to explain it, and you know, because I get approached by people, not so much anymore, but mm-hmm. you know, get approached by people. Uh, hey, saw you on TV, and you know, I can't believe that happened. And they say, yeah, don't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> No, I did not get possessed. Oh, my God. Um, oh, wow. Well, oh, yeah. So you wrote the book after, like, did you kind of just, you wanted to get your voice heard and, and get mm-hmm. your story out? Yeah. 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 I, I did. And I've always wanted to write a book. And it, it, this just seemed like, okay, this is it. This is, you know, mm-hmm. this I'm going to do. And yeah. yeah, I then did it. How long did it take you? Because I, <laughs> I like, I've been trying to put a book together for years and I'm like, how does anybody sit down and do this? Like Leslie's well, it, done it too. And I just don't know how you people do it. <laughs> it, it yeah. It, it's, um, it was probably a good three years. Yeah. Give or take, but you know what? The thing is, I wasn't on it all the time. I didn't keep at it all the time. Right. I would run into a brick wall and get frustrated and mm-hmm. toss it aside for weeks, sometimes a couple of months. Right. I would just, I, I, I didn't want to look at it. I didn't care. I, eh. mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden I would sit down and I would open the computer back up and I would start to type. Mm-hmm. At one point I lost part of it. Oh no. Oh no. The oh, universe God. is telling me I shouldn't be writing this book. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, so I was so, I was so upset. Oh. Um but I, uh, again, so I tossed it aside again. I was so nervous. But no, okay, no. What the universe is telling me is that okay, you need to read what you've got so far, what you've saved, and you know, start over because maybe you were going down the wrong path with this. So oh, okay. You know, I talked myself into it, and and I stayed with it. Oh, well that so. that that is awesome. Yeah, it is. Yeah. What else? And I gotta give I I gotta give my husband props because if it wasn't for him, this book would not have got printed because oh. I am not computer literate at all, <laughs> and there was no way I started to try to get it you know, uploaded in, in whatever I had to do to get, to get it published. And I was ready to pull all my hair out. Oh no! So he helped me. There were a few nights there where he sat down at the computer with me and, you know, and I, he did the work. I, I sat there beside him and, you know, well, oh. he did it for moral support, you know? <laughs> um, and guy. yeah, so I, I give him, I, I give him all the credit for getting this book published. Oh, that's so yeah. sweet. That is nice. I was telling I was telling Tracy before the show, um, before we all went on to the air, that mm-hmm. um, I read the book and it is a fabulous book. It's so mm-hmm. easy to read. It's there are moments of brilliant and funny. It's so funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, made me laugh a couple of times. And it's like Tracy is sitting right next to you and just telling you the story like you're sitting at the kitchen table. And oh. it's a real page turner and I enjoyed every moment of it. It was Congratulations, Tracy. You did a great job. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Thank That's, you, thank you, thank you. That's awesome. And you can get uh, that book on Amazon, folks. So go look for it. <laughs> so, awesome. Tracy, the yeah. animal communicating and the, the Reiki, uh, did you do these things 
Um, have you done these things kind of on the side all along, or is that something that kind of culminated over the years? Um, I started off, I started out with Reiki um, many, many years ago. I had a very sick dog, um, and Dennis was at sea, and I was willing to try anything to, to help her because I did not want him to come home from months at sea mm-hmm. um, and find out that his dog was gone. Hmm. No. So I, I I found a Reiki, uh, a person that did Reiki on animals, and I was fascinated by it. And so, it, of course, it took many years before I decided I'm going to, um, you know, I'm going to get involved with this. And um, so, um, actually, my sister-in-law, Teresa, um, I did my first two degrees with her. My Reiki one and two, I did with her. Mm-hmm. Um uh, she was my teacher, and then um, uh, she wasn't available for my master, um, so I went to another woman who I had been to for Reiki, um, uh, Vi, and uh, I, I got it with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and from there, it just, everything just sort of blossomed, you know. I I, I, I took some um, psychic development classes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I took Akashic reading, Akashic, Akashic records reading. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Um, I did that and I got certified in that. Um, and then, um, my sister-in-law kept telling me, I I see you, you know, um, working with animals because she knows I'm an animal lover. Um, so I, I took a course with, uh, Mari Carter Genova and, um, yeah, I, I really enjoy that. I've done, you know, I've done several animal readings, not as many as I would like, because I still do have a full, not full-time job, but I still, I still have a day job, let's say. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, so I, I don't throw myself into those other things mm-hmm. like I probably would if I wasn't working. Right. Um, Dang that so, day job. <laughs> right? I know, I know. Keep trying to get rid of it, and you just, you know, that. I know, it just keeps hanging on. Whole mortgage payment, <laughs> grocery bill thing, it just keeps coming back, right? <laughs> well, yeah, that's, that's Dennis's job. That, that's all him. Yeah. I, I put gas in my car, pay my little bills, and that's what my that's what my job does, and that's it. And yeah. That's all. Yeah, I hear it. I I hear you. Yeah. yeah. So when when you do. Your animal communication. So you do the Reiki and the communicating at the same time Um, is a separate thing. They're two separate things. Um, But I will say that there are, um, there are times when I'm raking somebody and, um, you know, something will come up and I always tell them when I'm done, I will tell them, listen, I got some stuff Mm -hmm. as I was working on you. Right. Uh, If you want to hear it, I'll tell you. If you don't, I won't. Okay. And everybody always wants to hear. Well, of course. <laughs> you know, I guy. I, I would. I I throw it at them, you know, and yeah. um, you know, some stuff lands and some doesn't, but mm-hmm. you know, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but the animal communication is I I do it um via God bless the internet, uh, because I started it during the whole pandemic. Oh. Okay. So, um, you know, somebody will send me a picture of their animal 
and I will sit with them for a while. Mm -hmm. Um, This is actually kind of funny. I've got a a quick, funny story. I was doing uh, in it's not in the book because I'm dumb and I forgot to put it in there. (laughs) But I was was, uh, doing a, a session with an animal. And I, I record it on my phone. And That's a good idea. I, yeah. Um, and my stomach was growling. I was hungry. I hadn't eaten. And my <laughs> stomach growled. And I just, you know, went on with the, the reading. And when I was done, then I go back and I listen to it with my AirPods. Mm-hmm. And seconds after my stomach growled, I could hear a voice, a man voice say, go to the <laughs> I've got you got it on my phone. Oh my you god! Got EVP. Oh my god! That's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I pick up stuff like that, and it, it gets picked up on my phone or on you know my my tape recorder or whatever. I've got stuff. I've got. You know, I've got piano music on the third floor and, uh-huh. you know, voices. and Oh, oh yeah. my God. Oh, that's, that's so funny. Um, I'm just, just circling back, and I meant to ask you this after the break, and then I had my whole little Skype break um, on my end. We talked about, you said, you mentioned how the entity um, bothered you, started bothering yes. you in the house. Yes. Can you just yes. touch on that? So, so what happened with that? Certainly. Um, a lot of people um, uh, call it, um, um, I'm drawing a blank. Um, you're paralyzed. Um, oh, sleep paralysis. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people refer to it as sleep paralysis, and I'm not saying that that's not a thing. It most certainly could be and probably is right but if you don't experience this you can't tell me what i know to be true mm-hmm. um i one morning uh i was awake dennis was getting ready to go to work mm-hmm. and i was lying there my eyes were closed but i was lying there and i heard his what I thought were his footsteps coming into the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Um, and as it got closer and into the bedroom, I thought to myself, eh, I don't think that's him. And I couldn't move. I couldn't mm-hmm. open my eyes. I couldn't move a thing, not a fingernail, nothing. I, mm. nothing. And I heard the footsteps go around the front of the bed. I felt it get into the bed. Oh, into Dennis onto Dennis's side of the bed and I felt an arm come around me and pull me toward it. Oh my God. Now I'm trying to scream. I remember this very well. I'm trying to scream, help me, help me, help me. And I'm screaming it in my head, but I couldn't my vocal cords were paralyzed. Everything was paralyzed. Wow. And I said, okay, help me, help me is too much. I'm thinking this in my head. How about just help? And I'm yelling, help, help, help. And Finally, I guess I managed to to actually get it out. Mm-hmm. And Dennis heard me. He was downstairs. Ooh. And he came up. 
and came into the bedroom and then I was able to move. I was able to sit up and I, and I sat there and I oh. with my arms with my arms around his like middle with uh-huh. my head resting on his, on his um, abdomen. And, and I told him what happened. And of course, you know, he said it was a dream and, right. you know, I, I, and at, at that point, that was the first time it happened. And that's what I wanted to believe, even though I knew it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it did happen to me again, um, oh. not that long afterward. Um, and by that time I was like, no, this is not, this is not a dream. It's uh-huh. not a dream. Mm-hmm. And he knew, and he knew I was, you know, serious. Um, but he didn't want, he didn't want me thinking about it because he thought that, you know, Give it your energy and it's going to happen more often. But mm-hmm. I didn't think of that. I didn't think of it that way. Right. I thought, no, no, I need to find out what's going on and I need to do something about it. Mm-hmm. So it won't happen again. Right. So um, one, one, then one morning or it was three in the morning. Why three in the morning? Ah! I don't know. <laughs> but three the in the veil. morning. The veil is thin. Yeah. Smokey um, was, he was still the only dog in the house at the time. He um, was started whining and, and I don't know why it didn't occur to me that he needed to go out. Um, but it, it didn't. I just told him, you please go to sleep. And uh, he had an accident on the rug. Mm. So we got up, Dennis took him outside and I started cleaning it up. By this time, it was time for him to get up and get ready to go to work. And, mm-hmm. you know, you know how that happens in the house. The, the smell, even though it's all cleaned up, the smell stays in, you know. Right. So yeah. he said, well, why don't you go sleep across the hall? Because, ooh, now we have uh, guest bedrooms. Guest bedrooms. We never had guest bedrooms. But so I didn't <laughs> think about it. Yeah. So I went across the hall. It's Jordan's room now. But it was a guest bedroom at the time. And I, and I got into bed. And... I was watching it get light through the shutters. I was watching it get light and all of a sudden I couldn't move. And here comes a presence into that bedroom, but this wasn't that male. This was a female. Oh, and I felt the depression of the mattress. I felt the blanket come up like right under my chin. And I felt a face right near mine, almost like, you know, like maybe a mother was going to kiss her child or Mm -hmm. maybe was whispering something in the ear or whatever. It was a comforting presence. Oh, it, it was, you know, nurturing. It wasn't scary. Like I was scared because I couldn't move. Right. Mm-hmm. But that's the only reason I was scared. I wasn't afraid of the presence itself. That's good. Wow. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Th- 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 that was fun. That's um, <laughs> very frightening. <laughs> so to me, yeah. that's so frightening. Yeah. I can't imagine. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it happened one last time. Smokey's and Smokey's the one that stopped that because he came into the bedroom. Yeah, and, Smokey. And stopped it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. He wasn't just the family dog. There you go. <laughs> anyway. Guardian. Guardian yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. That, people, so, are, yeah people are so quick to like say, oh, it was sleep paralysis. I know of five people personally who have had to get into bed with them yeah oh and and it is a thing it is not sleep paralysis and you are not crazy and i believe every word that you're saying right now 
I know there are people like, out there like, oh, she's making ads bigger than it. But no, you're not. This happened no. to you, and this is the truth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. My so daughter has had it. Yeah. My daughter's had it happen, but never someone get in the bed with her. But yeah, she has seen like someone walking around, like walking around her bed and had that yeah. paralysis. It's, yeah. it's terrifying. Yeah. It is. Jordan, Jordan had it too. She mm-hmm. had it in our other house. So oh. there was stuff going on in the other house too. Mm-hmm. But um, she, yeah, she had it in the other house and, and, I mean, I guess I can understand where Dennis was coming from because I told her, I said, Jordan, it's a dream. It, you know, it's, it's right. not going to hurt you. You always wake up because I didn't want her to be afraid. Of course. Um, but yeah. Wow. Wow. Yep. Well, I know we're going to be winding down in a couple of minutes, but uh, Tracy, how, if someone needs to get in touch with you, how can they get in touch with you? Or do you have a website or anything like that? I don't have a website. What I do have is um, <clears throat> on Facebook. Uh, it's called uh, the Dead Eddies and Friends. <laughs> um, okay. Dead Eddies and Friends. If you type in Dead Eddies and Friends, I guarantee you that's the only um, page that's going to come up. Okay. But I mean, I could also be reached um, if they, somebody wants to reach me via email. Um, my email address is mm. That's Mary Mary. C U S is in Sam and is in Nancy at AOL.com. Yes, I still have AOL. Oh. <laughs> so, oh, that's funny. Dead Eddie's E D D I E S or nope, E D D Y S. E D D Y S, folks. Okay, because I just did the other one and I didn't I didn't I didn't get it. But yeah, so, look for a friend request for me as well. So <laughs> yes. Yeah, I will. Uh, oh, there it is. <laughs> the Dead Eddies and Friends. Two stories from a SE Southeastern Massachusetts haunted house. There That's very cool. All right. Follow. I'm following you. Right. Right. All right. Very second. That's very cool, Tracy. Well, it's, <clears throat> it sounds like, you know, you just really blossomed and 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 I think it's so cool that you do all these things and and you have a haunted house too. (laughs) (laughs) Like all those great things. That's wonderful. Uh so uh thank you so much for being on the show tonight. And I hope that we will hopefully be you know maybe we'll 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 cross paths again. Maybe we'll come back and reinvestigate your house someday i don't know that would be great you're very that, welcome that would be fun what do you think yeah. leslie i think Road that trip? would be fun we, that would be a very <laughs> cool investigation i would love to go back there <laughs> awesome well thank Ooh. you so much tracy for being on the show thank you leslie for co-hosting and, you, and we, for hosting Oh, well, you're welcome. I was sweating it out here, but I did it. Woo! I don't usually well, take the lead on it. Uh, and well, we do hope. Great. Thank you. We hope Van Helsing is feeling much better and will be back with us next week. But Feel better, Ron. Meantime, yep. Thank you. And everybody have a great night. And you, ladies. Good you night. have a good one. Good night. Right. <laughs> good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. 
from ghoulies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.